0: Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to another Protection Parent Inside Insurance. We've got no car again this week, so we, we've got another, um, we're kind of doing this weird feature at the moment of, of featuring people within the Protection Parent, which I think is really cool because I think it's really lovely to see that, that there is not just Carla. We had Meg last week, this week we've got Becca, and I'm really excited to have you on the show, Becca. So welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: I'm very, very glad. And there's a slight delay, but just for people listening, there is a slight delay between me and Becca. So if I say something and then wait, if there's a second, that's what that's what that is. I don't know what it is. We're trying to fix it, but it's just an internet thing. So we'll just rock and roll with that. Um, so Becca, for people who don't know who you are, because I'm like some people will, but for this introduction to the show, who are you? What do you do in the protection parent? So
1: I'm a protection specialist within the protection parent. Life insurance, critical illness, fracture cover, income protection—all of those things. Um, I have got three children myself, like Carla, and I was a school business manager for six and a half years until I started the protection parent in July this year. Sorry, in last July, year.
0: Last—I was going to say not this year. I was think, wow, in the future. Yeah, um,
1: last year.
0: So, okay, and so. The, how are you, first of all, how has it been since July? What's that kind of roller coaster been like for you since you've started to now? How do you find that?
1: I've loved every second of it. Um It was scary at first, like obviously going from being a, an employee and getting your guaranteed salary every month to being self-employed. And if you don't earn, you don't feed your kids. That was scary. But other than that, <laughs> I've loved it. And it's, and it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I was like, how hard can it be, getting people in cheering? But you don't realise what goes on behind the scenes. So it's all, like, every day is the school day because you learn so much.
0: And what bits do you find? So with that then, and this is really interesting with this, what bits are you finding? You said you find hard, like it's harder than people realise from an outside. What are the bits that you think are quite hard with that, the stuff that's the hard work?
1: Obviously, if you've got, if people have got a, uh, pre-existing medical condition for instance mm. and a lot of people are like no just flat out decline whereas I take that as a challenge I'm like oh I will find you cover <laughs> so <laughs> that's the, probably the most challenging part when someone has got that medical disclosure that you think this is going to be a tricky one but again I find it really interesting because trying to find that person cover is good
0: and so and I, and I think that's really good because like it is it's a hard thing in that in your industry, people do, especially a lot of protection providers or protection brokers and stuff and specialists, they will just move towards easy cases. So I love that's one thing I do love about the protection parent and what Carla does and what you what all you as a team do is this idea of going after more complex, like you help anyone who needs the help. How yeah. have you found the transition? from being employed like a completely secure you said a little bit about it at the beginning but i'd love to kind of dive into that a little bit more is this idea of going from a completely secure job you've got three kids you i'm sure you am guessing you know you'll have bills to pay commitments you need to, to do to move effectively jump off a cliff so to speak into this in you know self-employed environment how just talk me through that taught me through the highs and lows but just kind of what your experience has been
1: like I say, it was really scary at first when I initially jumped off that cliff. I was thinking, "What have I just done? What? What have I, why have I just done that like?" But because what the plan was originally is to do both either side, so to maybe do a bit of advising on the weekend or after work. But work got to the point where I didn't want to be there anymore. It was getting harder and harder e- each day, so I just took that leap. And um, like I say, it was scary, but I've been quite lucky um, so far because I had like friends and family support me in the first month, um, to obviously, to get them sort of sales through. And then it's just grew, really, and it's grew really well with, like, recommendations on Facebook, LinkedIn, their TikTok videos. It is, it, it's took off better than I thought because that's one thing that worried me, like, where am I going to get these clients from? But it seems to be working, so touch wood, it keeps going that way.
0: And so how are you, and you touched on a few things there, how are you actually getting business? Are you doing, like, what is the kind of approach for you for, for getting referrals? Mainly social
1: media. Needs? Yeah, mainly social media, so all your platforms. LinkedIn's been a really good one. Um, and like you say, word of mouth on Facebook's been really good as well.
0: And LinkedIn, how are you using LinkedIn? In what way? How are you finding that as a lead gen?
1: So I put my pay, put my posts up on LinkedIn and, and I have covered quite a lot of scaffolders. Um, so the scaffold side of things, a lot of them struggle to get cover with the, the job that they're in. So yeah. um, I've got a big network of scaffolders on LinkedIn now and speak to them about how I can get you better cover or get you cover full stop if they can't get it with the income protection and things. Like that. That's so what's really, it's really good on LinkedIn.
0: I love that. It's a very, so you've very much gone into a niche. Was that on purpose or was that purely just kind of by accident?
1: A little bit on purpose. So my partner's a scaffolder, um, which is why I, was, I, got into, I got into him straight away. I was like, right, you need to tell all the lads at work that they need cover. <laughs> so he was literally sent me a video of the bait room, and I'd printed posters off, and he sent this video, and there's just my posters stuck all around the cab. And he's like, if you need an you need to give her a ring? And they're like, will you just leave me alone? I'm just trying to cover all that. I love that. But
0: and then when I get, found out I got some cover,
1: I am winning with them
0: you're sorry did you get business then from the from the the recording that your yeah. partner did was that something you actually got, got leads. Yeah. oh wicked yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> I love that and then so you've been do you you said also tiktok so what's your kind of strategy on tiktok what do you do with that
1: I'll be honest with you I just try to get through it
0: <laughs> because <laughs> if
1: one thing I've hated out of any of it is the tiktok and Carla knows this I was like when she said you need to be doing videos and I was like, oh. Carla, that's just not, like, that's way out of my comfort zone. I can't, but I've got I've got all for it now, When I do do them. But I do, that's one thing I might need to work on is my TikToks.
0: They are hard. I mean, it's hard to do videos if you've never done it before. If it was easy, I would not be in a job, so don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: Honestly, it's like trying to show that you have got some personality, but then be professional and not, like, providing knowledge at the same time. It's
0: just, Not I'm either. getting
1: over it now. I'm getting
0: a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And so, so with your, with your kind of, um, you, you've, you've, you've gone self-employed, something I'm really interested in knowing with you is kind of what is your kind of goals and, mo- and motivations for you? Because that's quite a big shift to, to make that move from being self being employed to self-employed like we've touched on it a bit about what it was like but what i want what i'm quite interested in and i'm sure there's other people out there because there's gonna be a lot of people out there who resonate with what you where your situation is is mm-hmm. what is motivating you what are your goals for this specific thing you're doing right now where where do you see it going because it's got to be something larger than just i didn't like my job and i wanted to leave because otherwise you're going to another job so what what is your what is the bigger picture for you so originally
1: when i first started the protection permit I was like if I can earn what I'm earning now but have more time with the kids then that'd be perfect but now I've got into it and I and I've like Carla's such an inspiration like she's unreal at what she does so now I definitely want more so I want to I want to be establishing a really good client base. I want to be growing like Carla has um yeah I just want to smash it basically I just I'm so motivated by Carla that I just wanted to do more and more
0: all the time. You're very it's very lucky to be working under somebody like her. Like she's not she's one in a million. Like I've worked with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Like I think we're gonna be pushing on to pushing on to now nearly five hundred in some capacity or another. There's only one Carla. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. I've only ever worked with one Carla Edwards. Um and so you're very lucky that the, the team that you have like to, to, and also to, to come in that being your only ex- experience of it is very very weird. i'm really interested to see and i think i said this on the last episode and i've said it to carla i'm interested to see where you all end up over a five to ten year period and how um i think how much impact you'll have on on the space as a whole because you're all not being influenced by anything other than some crazy woman who's telling, who's going against everything the industry normally says. So yeah. it's going to be quite, I think it's going to be quite impressive. And have you found from doing that that it's been quite, I mean, it's been hard, but has it been, I don't want to go into the finances of it, but has it been financially worth it? It was something you were much, rather, like it's changed. Is it a much better choice than where you were before?
1: Yeah, definitely. Not just financially, like I said to you before, it's the time I get with the kids now, which I never got before, I was getting in I was working 8 till 5, my old job, and getting in giving them the tea and I was putting them to bed and I just didn't feel like I spent any time with them, whereas now not only, like you say, the financial aspect, I get that time so I can take them to school, I can pick them up, I can arrange my appointments around the kids, so if there's a sports day, I can say, right, I'm blocking that morning out because I'm going to the sports day or whatever, it's just such a better
0: work-life balance now than what it was before it's really good well it's like today like we had this opportunity to do this i know you've had to move an appointment for this but that's that flexibility of being able to be like i can do this i can't do that it's there's an opportunities that come up and then you go yeah great i can take i can do that so i think it's a it's really Mm -hmm. really cool how have you found do you work a lot with closely with the with the team like there's loads of you the, the women that are part of the protection parent are wicked you've had some crazy events how have you found How are they? What is that like? Because they're quite a crazy bunch of women.
1: Do you know what? You couldn't ask for a better group of girls, honestly. (laughs) Carla's obviously Carla. She's just mental. Heidi is one of the most, (laughs) again, one of the most inspirational people I've ever met in my life. But she has me belly laughing constantly. Anytime I'm in a room with her, she's just mental. Jess is lovely. She's come from a mental health background and just she's so caring and loving. And Beth, obviously she just had the baby. She brought the baby in. And she, she another she's another one who's a really, really nice girl. And Millie, she's, she's just a little troop but just sits there constantly with a head in a laptop, ringing pre-sales and doing all the bits behind the scenes. And Meg makes me laugh because we'll all be sat in a room having a conversation. And Meg'll go, What? Like, what? what? You yeah, know, I wasn't listening. <laughs> she's just so funny they're all lovely. they're all just lovely and i love going to the office i love being with them when we're, when we're all in the office together it's it's class
0: oh there you go my thing just fell off the wall wicked um i bought a new hook to try and like hook in uh put my hang my uh, coat up and then that, that literally went up 10 minutes ago so it's obviously not very great um you didn't do a very
1: good job at that did you
0: No, I'm not very, very – you probably tell. I'm definitely not like your partner. I'm not a hands-on guy. I really –
1: He doesn't do anything in the house. He can't do anything (laughs) in the house. He he probably can but it'll sit there for six months, and then I'm like, wait, I'm getting someone in to do it because you're clearly (laughs) not going to do it.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I'm terrible at anything like that. It's a bodge jobs everywhere. I love it. Yeah. And so what would you give – like, if someone was considering on the fence right now, they were thinking – I, you know, they're in a similar situation to you. They're not sure they're in an employed role. What would you, would you say is something that you would recommend them to do? Having been through it now? Because I think that's the hardest bit. I know me and Carla spoke about this. It, what, because I, I know when I was going self-employed, there wasn't enough people talking about it. I thought like, there was like, you know, people who were really successful. There were people who were like, you could never do it. It's terrifying. Blah, 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 blah. But there was never anybody who was like, like you are like nearly a year in and survived it so what would be your honest take on it right now
1: well my advice well what I said to myself at the time what have you got to lose if you're not enjoying what you're doing now obviously if you're enjoying it you wouldn't you wouldn't be thinking about changing anyway so if that thought's in your mind what have you got to lose see if it didn't go right for me when I went self employment, and I joined the protection parent the worst case scenario I just go and get another job like it's not the end of the world if it doesn't work. It doesn't work, but then I'd rather it not work and we tried, than have not tried and regretted it afterwards. So just give it a go, and if it doesn't work, get another job. I love
0: that. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> you know know what I mean? think it's...
1: it's just you just have to take risks in life.
0: I think that's that's really great advice. I think because the the issue I always find with it is that people kind of make it life and death, and it's really not. And that's what I love that thought process. That's similar to one that me and Carla have spoke about on this show before is this idea of like, you, it's kind of like calculated risk, meaning like you're you're in a job that's good. Like I remember when I did it, it was like I was an estate agent and when I was an estate agent, I became a mortgage broker and I'm trying to do my exams. And it was like, if I fail, I know I'm a good agent, so I'll just go back and be an agent. And then it was like, once I'd qualified as a broker, it was like, I'll go and be like a a broker in an independent financial planning firm. If it fails, I'll go back and be a broker in the agency. It's not like a, it's not as big a risk as yeah. you think. And the risks just get, when they get broader, you just kind of move further along. And so it's a bit like Carla with staff. It was like, if staff, if it doesn't go well, then what's okay, you, you, you just still be a superstar and do it on your own. And so I think yeah. it's a really good advice. I think people make, make it out on social media or not everywhere to be like a big deal and i don't know about you when i was going self-employed properly like re- like where you've just done i remember like everyone who was employed being like oh it's big risk it's big risk oh, a big risk. oh are you sure it's a big risk and I, and I was thinking it's not that big a risk like it's literally like like as you said like, i'll come i can come back and get the job here <laughs> if i needed to or something like it That's again
1: exactly. it's really not that big a deal if obviously it is a big deal and it mm. like I said it was scary but it's given me so much more reward with time with the kids and things like that so for me it was a no-brainer because if it didn't work like I said I just got another job in a school but no nah, it's not for me this is what I want to do now and it's it's just fab love it
0: I love it that's really good so on this, Becca, any parting words, any advice you'd give to anybody at the end? We'd, we kind of just finishing this show up here, but like any kind of parting words or stuff you'd say to somebody if they're on the fence about this or they're, they're in the insurance game but they kind of want to be a bit more protection parenty in the way that you guys approach it. What would be kind of your parting words?
1: Just listen to your gut and, like you say, take that risk, take that jump because it'll be worth it. And if it's not, you're referenced back to the drawing board
0: hundred percent. I love it. So good. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been really good fun. And I'm, I love this featuring of other people in the business because it's, it shows that Carla's not just good on her own, but like surrounds herself with wicked women. Like you guys are all, I know I've met Millie before. I've spoke to Millie a few times, but like getting to, you know, to, to meet Meg last week and then you Becca this week, it's been, And I worked with Heidi many times in the past. I already know that she's crazy. Um, I think it's super, super She's cool amazing. having you on. And um, I'm just hoping that next week she messages me and says, but then someone else is coming on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best way. She might do. Maybe. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys, be sure to subscribe to the show and check us out next week as well. See you later. Bye.